Emma didn't grow up in a family of witches and around all these big fields no, and I forests grew up where in these a, things exist. I grew up in a family of Jews. <laughs> Hello, theologists or sisters and misters. Welcome to the coven. heard that witches and nature are very closely connected that is absolutely true um obviously i've already told you about you know hedge witches uh garden witches kitchen witches um you know witches like that even the uh, elemental witches that are more focused on the elements Mm -hmm. and things like that so what role does nature have when it comes to you know like I guess, fueling a witch in a way. Like, I always kind of heard that, like, you know, witches draw spiritual energy from nature specifically, whether it's, you know, a river or a tree or an animal. Well, there's a lot of things. Um, I've told you about, I've I've told you about moon water. Yes. And how that can be made during a full moon or any phase of the moon. Yeah, you, you, you stick some water in a container and you say, all right, moon, do your thing. And you put it on a sill. And then the moon says, but I don't want to. And you're like, moon. <laughs> and he's like, fine. And then he shines his little ass down. <laughs> Actually, the moon is seen as a feminine spirit. Or feminine uh, uh, goddess, rather. Sorry, I should not have. <laughs> don't assume the moon's gender. <laughs> She shines her perfect little ass down. Are you sexualizing the moon spirit? Should I not be? I, I feel like you really shouldn't sexualize any goddess, but like, I guess, I guess go off? I, listen, I'm not slut shaming the moon. I'm just saying that she can have a little fun. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, moon water, continue. Uh, which can be used to wash your plants if they look down. Uh, oh. You could put some in your drinking water uh, when you need power or luck or help for the day. Uh, use it to bake if you're baking something special. Put it in some co- in a coffee maker for some extra energy. I always felt a connection towards nature just because, you know, maybe it's because I grew up watching a lot of Studio Ghibli and I just grew up with an appreciation for it. And you would, if you were a witch, you would be a lot more of a nature witch. I just feel like that's the aesthetic that I would love to go for. You're so, a cottagecore witch. <laughs> I I would be. So for moon water, you can also put it in alcoholic drinks to reduce hangovers. Oh. How do you drink? Wait, wait. Okay. Because I know that drinking water while you're drinking in general helps reduce hangovers. Yeah, which, I only let drink me tell water you, after the hangover. I'll drink a cup of water and be done with it. Let me tell you. But I'm also British, uh, so it doesn't matter. The last hangover that I did have, which made me never want to drink again, I drank a shitload of water because alcohol tastes like shit, and I needed to chase it with a shitload of water. And let me tell you, still had a really bad hangover. Maybe I should have had moon water. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Can we make moon water to drink to avoid a hangover? Uh... I can make moon water if there's a moon coming around. I there's always a moon. Are you sure? Because the moon might just leave after this podcast. (laughs) The moon Uh, got her own plans. 
Moon got Moon ain't got no time for your shit. Uh so you can make sun water and use that between your moon cycles. Um, what you do with it, it's kind of up to you, but it gives a lot of bright energy and it can make you very, very happy. Whereas moon water is kind of a more calming happy. I think I like to think of sun as more of a bouncy happy. So like, here's where the skeptic side of me comes in, right? Because like all of this is really wholesome. And I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. However, a lot of this to me sounds a lot like placebo. Like, if you believe that, you know, moon water or sun water is going to make you feel a certain way or help you with something, you know, it very well can. Placebo effect is very, very real. So, I mean, for me personally, that's how I would interpret it. Like, if it makes you feel good, go for it. There's nothing wrong. But if I had to say whether I thought a celestial body beaming down onto my water was providing me extra energy... Or if I was just telling myself that, uh, I would probably go with the latter. Uh, Emma, have, I, I just need to uh, give you a spirit check real quick. A spirit check? Is have that like ever... a vibe check? Yeah, just a little bit of a spirit check. <laughs> I'm getting vibe ever... checked. Yeah, you're getting which vibe checked. I'm scared. What of it? Right. Gone outside, not had your phone like making any noise. Maybe had your phone on, you maybe not. Uh-huh. Depending on how you feel. Gone outside in the middle of the night, maybe at a ridiculous hour, like midnight or one or maybe 11 or something. Uh-huh. Had no light and just gone for a walk. No, because I'm a five foot two female and every noise terrifies me. <laughs> See, we need to do that. I need you, you know, to if I'm over with and I'm somebody... going to just take you for a walk and well, then I'm yeah. going to just separate from you. No, <laughs> no. I'll separate from you and leave you in the middle of the freaking field. Why would know you know how that? big this field is? First of all, we have a lot of wild animals here. Like, you I know. mean, we've got foxes and we've got no. Some I'm talking like, and we've got. I'm talking bears and like mountain lions. I mean, I've walked outside, you know, in the city at night. How about a night walk? Where you live, though. Around nature. No? Well, and that's, that's you know, where the fear of, like, an animal mauling me to death comes in. But I will say <laughs> that I have gone night swimming. because I So I have a pool out back. And, you know, once in a while on, like, a warm night during the summer, you know, uh, we have a light in the pool. And, like, that's really, like, the only light that's outside. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty And chill. there's always a person there, isn't there? Yes, I've never, like I said, every time that I've ever been outside at night, it's like maybe I have to run to my car and like grab like my charger because I forgot it or my wallet because I'm a dumbass. And uh, I the, the entire time I'm paranoid that something's going to jump out and either maul me <laughs> or I don't know, steal my skin. Well, I've already told you about <laughs> the skunk, right? I was out to do something for my goddess. I have a specific tree that I go to, which is by a lake. I was walking and then suddenly I felt like she was telling me to stop. So I stopped. And then I felt like she was telling me to look to my right. So I was like, okay. Like I was like, this is a really weird thing. I hadn't heard anything. Right. It was just like a feeling that you got, you know, because you were out doing this thing for your goddess. It felt like it was a message from her. There's a difference between a feeling and literally like 
her kind of going, hey, do this. Well, I mean, it's not like she was speaking. Sometimes you hear a little whisper, sometimes you don't. It, It depends. So it was like, you know, like this instinct of stop. And I was like, okay. And it was like, turn to your right. And I was like, okay, this is a really odd request. And I was like, why? What's to my right? So I pull out my flashlight bit. I've got an emergency flashlight on my keys. And I flash it and there's a skunk directly next to me. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? There's no rubbish for you to eat or anything. What are you doing here? And Um... then I was like, okay, I'm going to flash the light a little bit more at the skunk. The skunk starts to back away a bit. And I looked at the skunk and I said, okay, you stay there. And I'm going to continue walking forward. Okay. Okay. And I continue walking. Skunk is still standing there like, what the hell just happened? It's like stunned. Well, probably because you shined a flashlight in its face. Well, yeah, they tend to be afraid of flashlights. Uh, But then I continued my walk, did my thing, came back. Skunk was gone. I was like, all right, fair enough. And this whole time I'm walking in pitch black darkness. And I felt calm and protected. And that's something that the Morrigan does. Is she mm-hmm. protects the lost and, you know, makes sure that her followers are safe. She normally will not talk to me on one of these walks. So I was like, this is odd. Like, it just, it feels so arbitrary how she felt the need to warn you about a skunk. Like, I am a, I am the goddess of, of war and crows and darkness and I'm so f- cool and rad. Also, hey, watch out, there's a skunk. <laughs> she's just keeping me safe. She's, it's just, if I got it's, sprayed, I would have just been stinking of skunk. She, I don't have anything at home to fix she this. She just sounds like a badass mom. She truly is. Honey, to your right, there's a skunk. Okay, you're good now. You can keep going. Essentially. So for me and my experiences, working with the Morrigan, it tends to be more, res- like, she tends to be more responsive to me. Uh, at night our spells are a lot stronger together and I tend to be able to communicate better with her if it's the evening so I do a lot of if not all of my spell work at night but there are things in nature that are related to her such as death uh rebirth Love that one that's a fun one she's not seen as a good goddess <laughs> oh. she's not forgiving but she did warn you about the skunk she's one of you know fate um, for animals, she's associated with crows, ravens, eels, vultures, wolves, cows, and horses. I just need to bring it back here for a second. Mm-hmm. What did this have to do with me saying that Moonwater and Sunwater is probably a placebo? And then you said, have you ever walked around at night? Well, the reason I asked you that, to give you a hashtag vibe check. Um, yeah, I guess I failed. You're not bonding with nature or the moon in the way that you should in order to feel connected like this and not feel like it's a placebo but actually experience it for Mm -hmm. yourself again you know it's not something that i feel comfortable just going out and testing alone like to me the risks outweigh the positives there Maybe during the day, like, what if I wanted to walk outside during the day and get, like, lost in nature with the sun? You want to talk to Apollo? All right. Yeah, sure. 
That's a go for it. <laughs> I mean, like, that would be a safer alternative that I would be open to. Yeah, if you don't want to at talk least to the I moon could... goddess, talk to the sun god. Yeah, I it. mean, at the very least, I could see if there's a bear coming to maul me. <laughs> He's very dramatic, so, you know, just... Anyone who works with Apollo can tell you that he can be a drama king. And you're saying that the Morrigan isn't one for the flair of the dramatic? I suppose I could say that some of the things she has done are obscenely, like, graphic? But that's mm. just how she is? Fair. But, yeah, no, you failed that vibe check. Try and go for a walk in the sun, see how you feel. But, like, again, like, the whole idea of, like, it, I'm just using moon water and sun water as an example. Like... It's not like you're getting essence of the moon as a tangible thing, you know, it's just you're, you put the water in a, in a beam of light and you say, do your thing. And it, I guess it does its thing. I don't it know. It charges it with the energy of the moon, which creates the ability to have all what of if these I, nice things. What if I stood in the moonlight and I said, I'm 70 something percent water, charge me. I mean, you can get charged by the moon, but it's just a nice feeling in the moonlight and connecting with the goddess. You're a skeptic and not even a witch. I don't think this would really help you. No, I don't think so either. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it of like, because again, I don't want to sit here and just say like, everything you're feeling is dummy. Like, because that's, again, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around like how much of it could be placebo versus like, where do you know like, and draw the line between, like, just telling yourself something and believing something versus, like, true, like, uh, deity intervention. Let me give you some witchy uh, recipes, then, that won't be placebo, but will actually be helpful and scientifically proven to be. Uh, so one that I actually bought is called Immunity. This one I got from a specific witch shop in Salem. And anytime. I feel like there might be a cold coming on or I'm just not feeling right. I'll brew myself a thing of immunity and it tends to fix the problem most times. Sometimes it won't, but you know, that's the risk you run. So how was that a witchcraft thing and not like just a natural remedy thing? Because specifically this thing came from a witch shop. The witchcraft behind these things is actually sitting down and growing the plants yourself putting all of your energy and love into it mm -hmm. then you know harvesting those plants and those herbs and just going okay i'm gonna make this for this purpose and putting that into it and then starting to actually put your effort and time into making it you know it's funny because now my first thought is what happens if like it's the same ingredients and there's one that was like a mass produced version and one that was made lovingly by a local witch, you know, who grew it all themselves. And just the two cups of tea were brewed and it was like a, a blind test. I have my solution. Let's get like, your wow, boyfriend sick. You are, wait, what? Let's get your boyfriend sick. Oh, that's and not, then that's not what I we'll each We'll each spend a lot of time with him. That's and not then, what I heard. Oh, God, I... <laughs> Shut up, no. 
I hate that I understand what you didn't. Because I was talking over you and I just heard, let's get your boyfriends. And I'm like, what? Yawn, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, sick. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's specifically what we need for this. I'll be so mad. I'm going to leave it in. You have to leave it in. And I'm sorry. So let's get your boyfriend sick. And then we'll both spend a bunch of time with him until we start feeling ill. And then he can make both versions of these and hand each of us a different one. If one of us feels better than the other one, then obviously that one works better. Is there a way to do this without getting my boyfriend sick? (laughs) No, I specifically make him suffer. Why can't we just get sick? (laughs) Why does he have to get sick? Because it's more effective when you're just about to be sick. You're adding an extra step in there that is completely unnecessary. I think it's a hundred percent necessary. <laughs> we'll make a vote. We'll make a vote. Let's sick. put up a poll right now. Um, <laughs> we don't got enough patrons for that shit. We got like At one ten patron. patrons. We'll make a poll. <laughs> like, should we get Emma's boyfriend sick? No. Or should we just both get sick? That is an awful idea. <laughs> we will not make this poll. But no. if we both happen to be sick at the same time, just give it a I go. mean, so, okay, because I know how important, you know, like intention setting and manifestation and all of that is to witchcraft and tarot and, you know, and I'm not shitting on that. And I would never shit on that. All I'm saying is like being presented with like something that's impossible to measure. My first thought is how can we quantify this in a way that makes it legit. Like, cause it's so hard for me to just believe that you can charge some moon water and it has all these effects. Okay, wait, let's use the moon water in this as well. When okay. we're brewing the tea. And let's get sick twice. Oh so my we'll swap them over. <laughs> so that like, you try the name brand and then you try the witch brand. And then I'll try the name brand. I'll try the witch brand. So we have to get sick twice. So we have to get sick twice. Both of our immunocompromised asses for the name of science. So again, natural properties versus supernatural properties. I'm not saying that you wanted nature. Well, I'm yes, giving you natural nature, things. And nature and how it, you know, relates to witchcraft. Not just like uh playing your naturalist uh doctor i want to go back to the moon really quickly and just say that the next total eclipse uh will be on the 14th of december in 2020 so the last this is the last eclipse of this year a total eclipse of the sun (laughs) uh eclipses are also good for drawing energy just like everything in nature you can Mm -hmm. draw energy from nature just by going out which, you know, might explain a bit of your connection to plants and things like that. Is I mean, you're like, drawing energy from just seeing, feeling, just being around it. Which I believe that like being around natural things can lift your mood and your energy psychologically. So, I mean, like, I, I totally agree with that, that like being outside in nature, you know, if you're fond of nature, I mean, this wouldn't work for you if you hate, you know, dirt and bugs. But like, if you're if you're cool with all of that, then yeah. For the magic bit of it, it also works this way. 
I'm I mean, not like, saying that it can't be science and magic at the same time, though. So that's the thing, right? Is like, for me, it's like, where is that line drawn? And how is that distinction made? It can be blurred in areas and nature is one of them. And I could totally see that making sense. You know, again, it's just, this is like one of those things that I'll be like, yeah, if you believe that, that's that's fine. I don't, but you can. <laughs> like... I'm dragging you outside and leaving you alone. I'll die. <laughs> I'll promise not to leave you alone and then leave you alone. Oh my god. I'm that friend though. You, you never know. <laughs> well then I'm never going on a walk with you. Oh come on. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. The only time I'll go on a walk with you is if we're ghost hunting in Salem. So subscribe to our Patreon too and let us ghost hunt in Salem. Yeah, we need money to get a spirit box. That's what I really want to do. It's one of those things. Like, I need to do it myself. I can only believe YouTubers so much. I mean, I'd love to believe that there is more to the world, you know, than just what you can see. And I do believe that there is to an extent. But whether or not that's, you know, supernatural or magical or what that even means, it's so hard to grasp and understand for me just because I've never been given the opportunity for it to present itself to me in a way where I'm like, oh, no, all this shit is legit. You know, you say you have signs from your goddess and that you've seen ghosts and that when you were a kid, you saw fairies. And like, for me, I'm just like, hi, my name is Emma and I have normal life. <laughs> so it's hard for me to like to agree with you on a lot of like nature and science versus like the magical aspect of it. The big back and forth with this is that Emma didn't grow up in a family of witches and around all these big fields no, and forests I grew up where in these a... things exist. I grew up in a family of Jews. <laughs> I grew up in a family of witches and then Christians and then witches again. And I'd, I'd love to like, you know, sit down and go, oh, let me go talk to the fairies with you and like drag you out. I can't do that. No, I know. Also, because... they don't talk to me anymore. I'm not pure of heart. Okay, well, so I went on a big skeptic tirade. No, and that's fine. That's what we're here for. <laughs> you know, some days I'm just like, I really go with the flow. And I'm like, oh, this sounds cool. You know, just fuck it. Like, suspension this... of disbelief. And then today I'm just like, but it's still water. Just because you leave it in front of the moon, it's it's still just water. Except now it's like stale. It's stale to me. I don't know what you're drinking water you're drinking the moon shit okay i'm sorry out of everything that you and i have spoke about so far when it comes to like what i would believe in the most i definitely think tarot has me the most what if out of everything like because i've literally sat down and done your readings you've been yeah. like ow and like there was a reading that you did you know for yourself recently and i was like oh I don't, we didn't talk about this. That's <laughs> highly specific. And again, like, could it be confirmation bias? Yeah. Again, you had to look at it from all angles. So I definitely would say, though, that tarot has me the most on the fence out of everything. Like, I could easily write off a lot of stuff as, you know, placebo, etc. I will say that tarot has me the most like, huh, maybe. And it's very hard for me to sit down and convince you of or make you see something that 
you literally can't see because you don't have this connection or you weren't born into this or a like lot just of like have the ability studying or... as well like they also say like if you don't really want to see this stuff deep down and you don't want to be around it like it it won't show itself to you and you don't want to be because you're scared. I'm a scared little bitch. We've been over this. Again, I want to give all of this the benefit of the doubt. I'm not Let here me to shove just... you off the fence real quick. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, like the same way that I can argue that it could be a placebo, the same way I could argue like maybe it's me, you know, like anything is possible. I definitely want to attack it from all sides. Like maybe it, maybe I'm the problem. It is. It definitely could be, you know, it could be anything. I told you I was going to tell you about how I spent Samhain. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so I spent it... I started out by getting my moon water ready. I'm saying nothing <laughs> about the moon water. I'll let you have this. Um, so I took my moon water. I put it on the windowsill. I filled up a thing with salt, put my crystals, buried my crystals in it. I didn't put my tarot deck in simply because it had already been cleansed. Did you bury each card individually in salt? I did not put it in. <laughs> I just told you this. And then I put a little bit of uh, black salt on it as well, which is really good for keeping away any sort of evil. Even though I have it in the windowsill, I also put it in the salt container as well and just set it in the direction that the moon faces my home, which is literally only one window. Very annoying. Um, at least I have a window and I don't have to put these things outside I decided to wash my cauldron which up until now has been holding all of my fears, my hatred, my pain all the spells from these things, the ash has been in there can you uh, just quickly go over like what you mean by that by like it holding all this negative stuff like well it holds the negative and the positive spells that I've had to cast so any pain I've felt in that moment that I've had to do a spell. Um, so the what you mean is that you burn things in the cauldron. And, yes. Okay, and that's part of the spell. And Okay, just wanted to make sure. Continue. A lot of spells do involve fire. Um, so I brought that down to the lake with some boiling hot water with me in the bright moonlight. And I had a red ribbon tied around my wrist. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, the second that I see any sort of branch, I'm going to take this silk red ribbon, like one that I can reach, and I'm going to tie it on there. Mm -hmm. It's just a nice little offering to the Morrigan. Maybe the crows will take it and put it in a nest. Who knows? Yeah, that's cute. So I, I nicely tied it up on top of one of the branches that were quite high mm -hmm. and just left it there. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't gone to check. I have no reason to go by the tree. And yeah. Uh, so after the ribbon, I took the ash and I licked out over the lake and it was beautiful. I didn't take a photo because I felt like this was a bonding moment with the moon spirit and the Morrigan and just, it felt like a moment for just us. But there was this fog this over the water that was just swirling and beautiful over the top. And I was just like, this is amazing. I doubt a camera would have really captured it. I then took the ash from my cauldron and tossed it in the lake. And then I took my boiling water that I'd brought from home and poured it into this metal cauldron. Um, 
and washed that out and then tossed that in the lake and continued to do this until I ran out of the water and the cauldron was very nicely clean. And that cauldron is squeaky clean, my goodness. Looking at it now, I'm like, you are missing something and that is spells. But I have no reason to cast a spell. You're missing sadness. <laughs> it's a good um, But no, I've just been having a nice nice little empty cauldron. It's got like two things of offerings for her just as offerings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't offer just for myself. I offer because I genuinely appreciate her helping me in and just being there for me. Um, I tried to contact ancestors and I feel like I may have spoken to uh, my father's grandfather because I was hearing things about success and like new new things to go to. And like my brain just went, okay. And I was like asking like who I was talking to, the messages they wanted to tell me, things like that. That was the most I got out of those interactions. A tarot card reading for myself didn't come up with anything. So that was completely useless. Uh, I tried talking to the Morrigan about my problems. She almost seemed flippant. She was very busy. So, like, the last things I remembered her saying to me whilst we were meditating was, is that it? (laughs) She's never said that to me before. I was like, yeah. And again, clarify when you you say, she said that to me, it was more of, like, an internal kind of thing, right? It's it's more internal, absolutely. But it was just kind of like a, it feels more real than... Mm -hmm. Like it, it was in, it was internal but vivid in its own way. Yes. So so I told her like my two biggest problems, and she just went, "Is that it?" I'm just like, "Is that?" Oh, she was busy. She got shit to do. Well, Sawan is a huge thing for her, so a big association with her. She was like, so I was like, uh, "Honey, yeah, I love you yeah? very much, but mommy has work to do right now." <laughs> God, no. <laughs> she has um, mom energy, like scary mom energy. <laughs> she has mom energy where it's like, I'm going to stab you, but also have a cookie. <laughs> See, like I have mom energy where I'm like, I'm going to bake a pie for Thanksgiving and talk to you when you're feeling down and offer you advice. And her energy is, I'll kill a man for you. I mean, she would. Do no, it. to not like men, I'm surprised she's chosen me. And gods do choose you. You do not choose your god. This is a very, very typical thing. It's best to have your god choose you. We're definitely going to have an episode where we talk about like how you met Morrigan. Yeah, sure. It was actually um, a little over a year ago. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to talk about before oh, I wrap up? My fingers were covered in ash after dealing with the cauldron, mm-hmm. naturally. Uh, and there was snow on the ground. So I was like, moon water is charged by the moon. I wonder if all of this fresh snow is also charged by the moon. So I walked around for a bit trying to find the perfect spot and then just kind of stopped on instinct and went, this is the one. Mm -hmm. And I washed my hands in the snow and then I found another spot to just put my hands on the snow to try and cleanse myself of the negative energy that comes from that ash. My hands were fucking frozen. Oh, I bet. And I was a little bit cold too, but I went inside feeling a lot better than I did when I left. You know, and that's really what it all comes down to. Like faith, whether it's, you know, a mainstream religion or witchcraft or anything like that, if it makes you feel good and it brings you peace, then 
by all means, you live your best life. And that's why, like, even though I debate you on this stuff of, like, the authenticity of, you know, You had debated me this time. I did hard debate you. I don't know why. I had a rough morning. Guys, Emma's bullying me. So I'm starting a GoFundMe to put her down. (laughs) (laughs) The benefits of this would be she would bully me a lot less. (laughs) GoFundMe for an Emma roast. But a physical Emma Rose. No, at the stake for being a skeptic. No, that's not how it works. But yeah, again, like even though I can be a bit of a hard ass when it comes to like believing certain things for myself and my experiences, I will never put you down specifically. Like I'm not going to say you're wrong for feeling good after you cleansed yourself with snow that you believe was, you know, charged by the moon. I much rather go on, you know, the side of, I personally don't think that that's what happened, but I'm glad that you found peace with it. And I don't believe that it was. I believe that it may have been. And then that's- I have no solid proof from any witches about this. So I was just like, I feel like it might be. So I'm going to give it a go. But if it helps significance to you, that's what really matters in all of it, right? To be fair, all snow helps. Uh, holds significance to me because I love snow but <laughs> see like I I hate the winter like that it gets so dark so early everything looks dead and then the snow is cold and oh. like I hate and then I have to clean off my car I do want to bring up just a little bit of extra info that I yeah. want to mention and then we'll wrap up you can find some offerings in the wilderness. A lot of people want to go find offerings for their gods, goddesses, etc. I had one witch friend who often went into the woods to go find bones and mushrooms. And I was like, that's fantastic. And also kind of odd. I like it. I feel like that's what I would do. You know, if if this was, if witchcraft was my thing, I would totally be the one to like, I'm just going to go into the forest during the day. And like, I don't know. In the middle of the night. Got it. (laughs) And just, you know, like pick some mushrooms and like look for like some cool rocks. Maybe like a pretty leaf. That's totally what my offerings would consist of. I saw this wildflower and I thought of you. (laughs) I don't know if I told you on podcast about this leaf. I have a habit. um, This is just a general thing I've always done is I take the first leaf that I see when the leaves start falling that looks perfect enough to me and I bring it home. And that is now my leaf. And I keep that leaf however long I want. And then I tend to either drop it in a river or let it fly out into the wind. But before that, I was like, God, COVID sure does suck. And I was like mumbling this out loud. I was like, you know, I can't see the right leaf and all the leaves have started falling. And then I got hit in the side of the head with a leaf. Oh. So I picked up that leaf and I was like, thank you. I guess this is the leaf. I'll offer it to my goddess. Thank you. And I went inside and it wasn't perfect. There was a little bit of residue on it from something. So I boiled it and then I hung it up to dry with a little bit of tape on my cupboard. And then the next day it was nice and dry and nice and flat. And I found out it was a nice little yellow leaf. And I put it on my altar and I was like, here you go, Morgan. It's a leaf. It hit me in the head. I think it's for you. I don't know. Like nature bitch slapped me today and I thought of you. I thought of you when nature <laughs> bitch slapped me. So that was such a wholesome story to end on. I like that. That's all I've got for you. This was a fun episode. I enjoyed this. Sorry for being so hard on you. No, it's fine. I mean, you're kind of meant to be. That's true. I feel like there are some episodes where I like need to, 
you know, play my role a bit better and bring more discussion to the table. So I wanted to sell it this time. (laughs) Sell it. Let me sell my personality to you. Well, someone has to buy it. (laughs) Five to ten dollars on Patreon for Emma's personality. (laughs) You get like one ten minute text conversation with me. You can ask me any (laughs) questions. Doesn't mean I'll answer them all, but you can ask. Emma answers none of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, This was really fun and definitely one where Arthur and I got to do a lot more uh, debate. So that was really cool. So I hope you guys had a good time listening. And I suppose we'll see you next time. Yeah. And try not to be bitch slapped by nature. (laughs) Bye. Bye.